Some people know it as the day in 1776 that the Declaration of Independence was adopted by the Continental Congress. You'll know it as the 4th of July. Stick around. Welcome to Visit Table Rock, the official podcast of Table Rock Lake, with your host, Mark Newsom. Typically, us Americans celebrate uh, the 4th of July with fireworks and family reunions and concerts and barbecue and picnics and parades and baseball games and the list goes on and on. But if you're a resident or a visitor of Table Rock Lake, you'll know that the fireworks displays are probably uh, at the very top of the list, especially watching those fireworks from the lake. Um, so I kind of wanted to cover that today in this episode of uh, Visit Table Rock because if you've never experienced being out on the water late at night and you watch those fireworks uh, reflecting in the water. Uh, it's, it's just an amazing experience and I think everyone should try it at least once. And, and what's cool about it is, is that we have lots of options on Table Rock Lake every year and it's usually done at uh, different times which makes it convenient as well. But the one in Kimberling City this year is gonna be uh, right there uh, close to the bridge on the northeast corner area over there, just down below Harder House and a little bit over towards Port of Kimberling Marina. So if you're going there by boat, you'll want to be on the east side and get there about, you can get there anytime you want. I mean, you can get there pretty early and just tie up with some others and drop anchor and enjoy the day. Uh, but it, the, the fireworks won't go off until about um, nine o'clock. The one in Kimberling City this year is going to be July 2nd. That's Friday night and if you're coming down for the weekend from say Kansas City or St. Louis or whatever uh, you'll want to probably ditch out of work a little bit early so you can get on down there because I think the paid holiday day is Monday uh, July 5th. Maybe you can uh, you know play hooky Friday or at least uh, take a half a day off so you have that travel time to be able to stop by the house and pick up the kids and and head on out and get down to the lake safely where you can get out on a boat well before nine o'clock at night so that you can get uh, your favorite spot um, and then you can take in those fireworks Friday night and then we have uh, other locations as well uh, that are going to be on actually on the 4th of July. Uh, July 4th we have another display over at Chateau on the Lake and if you're not familiar with that area that is over by the dam so it's going to be north side of the dam. It's always a, a great show and plenty of room for boats. 
uh, plenty of coves that you can kind of tuck your boat back into and still be able to watch the fireworks. It's over there by um, Moons, Moonshine Beach. Um, and then another one is going to be at Big Cedar, uh, Big Cedar Lodge, which is on past Showboat Branson Bell as you're heading towards Arkansas. They have a display. I believe there is also going to be a display at uh, Indian Point as well. So that's coming back towards uh, Kimberling City from the Chateau. So all of those are options, and those are all going to be on the 4th of July. So you're probably going to have to pick and choose there because they're all going to go off around 9 o'clock, I'm sure. I know one year we went to the Chateau by water and watched those. And if you park just the right spot, you could actually see the fireworks uh, over at Big Cedar uh, simultaneously off in the distance. So that's kind of a, a cool feature to be able to do that. So keep that as an option. But when you go out, make sure you have all your supplies and everything. You can take, uh, you know, your, your beverages, your uh, pack your cooler with all of the, the, the things that you'll need while you're out there on the lake. And, and just enjoy yourself. Uh, I know a lot of folks will, will coordinate with friends and family and meet out at a, a particular location and tie up. I've seen, you know, 10 boats tied up together before um, where everybody can kind of hop from boat to boat. If you're planning on swimming before it gets dark around your anchored boat, remember to have your orange flag uh, up displayed where other boaters can see that you are actually down in the water. So that's just a safety uh, tidbit there. Another thing is uh, I always advise people, uh, please, please, please take your time leaving after the fireworks. I know that a lot of folks go out there and they hang out for several hours. Uh, maybe they've been drinking or they're just, uh, you know, they've been out in the sun and they're, they're you know, tired by the time that the fireworks are with and they just want to get back home. But there's going to be some people out there that are want to, you know, as soon as that last grand finale hits, they start up their boats and they, and they get on out of there. Uh, take your time. Just let the other boats get out of the way. If, if everybody disperses in an orderly fashion and be sure if you're trying to cut across the traffic, you're going to have a lot of people, for instance, at Port of Kimberling that are either going to be going west of the bridge or east of the bridge. And if you're going back into Port of Kimberling, for instance, or Fisher Creek or Schooner Creek or anything like that, and you have to cross the main channel, uh, because a lot of boats will want to be over on that uh, south side because they want to see the fireworks in their in their full glory uh, being shot across on the other bank. So if you're going to cross the channel, uh, just go super slow. Make sure all of your lights are on and uh, all of your passengers have life jackets on. And just take it slow and get back over. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I want everybody to have a good time. But uh, just just be wise and uh, and be safe. Uh, but it is a great experience. Every time we've gone out there, we usually take the pontoon boat out. That's my preferred vessel for the event because you can pull the bimini top back and you can relax and have plenty of room for family and friends. It, it's just a, a great experience. And I know that uh, a lot of those organizations that that shoot fireworks. Uh, also uh, accept donations 
Uh, not all of them require that and not all of them even ask for that, but there, there's going to be one or two there on the lake uh, that will ask for donations. And so if you feel um, uh, led to do that, then, then please do so. That always helps uh, kind of curb the, the cost to the organization and it could also be a fundraiser possibly. Get down early Friday if you're going to catch the one in Kimberling City. Otherwise, if you're there for the whole weekend, you can take in the other locations at uh, Indian Point, uh, Chateau, and at Big Cedar Lodge on Sunday night. And then that way you don't have to head back home until uh, Monday afternoon or evening. And that, that'll give you plenty of opportunities. A lot of folks that live in the area will probably take in uh, at least two different shows. Uh, the one in Kimberling City on Friday and then pick and choose one of the other shows on Sunday. There's a lot of uh, opportunity there to get out and enjoy yourself this holiday weekend. And everything is pretty much uh, going full force. We made it through that unofficial kickoff to summer, which is what we know as Memorial Day weekend. We have a, uh, a lot of rain in the area. The lake is, is going up. I, I know last weekend at Port of Kimberling, where we keep our boat, the, the traffic was kind of down to a one lane uh, because the water was rising and, and the docks were being pulled in and the ramps are starting to, to cross over into the, the parking areas and, and actually the drive areas. So, um, you know, they always do a great job there, as do most marinas on the lake, keeping the, the docks accessible. You may have to park in a different area if you're going by land to get to your boat or if you're going down there just to uh, hang out at, uh, at the restaurant or whatever you're gonna do there. The lake is open. I know that that's another thing that we've heard over the years is people that aren't from the area think, oh my gosh, well, they've had a lot of rain down there. So uh, we heard that the lake is just not accessible. That's, that's rarely ever true. I don't, in fact, I don't know that it's ever been true. I know that certain places uh, aren't accessible uh, due to super high waters over the years. Uh, but typically, you never have to worry about that. Something else I want to point out as a, as a safety measure, when you're out on the lake watching fireworks, especially when we've had a lot of rain, you get a lot of driftwood that comes down into the lake from the river. So that, that can be a hazard. So you want to go super slow when you're heading back home uh, after the shows because you, it's going to be really tough to, to see any kind of debris floating around in the lake. Last weekend when we were out on the lake, there was just a, a few things that, you know, here and there. But for the most part, if you're going to have a, a nice moonlit drive, uh, just be cautious. Make sure that you're going slow. You don't want to go out full throttle. Of course, that's against the law anyway. You need to keep it under 30 miles an hour for sure. Uh, but be cautious of the fact that because of the rain, we've, we're going to have an influx of, uh, of uh, debris and stuff coming into the area. Uh, and, and the folks that are out there heading back home in their boat just need to be uh, a little extra cautious about that. Okay, enough of that. Just be sure that uh, you're prepared for the weekend. It's going to be a blast. I don't know what the extended forecast is for that because it's a little too far off from this recording date uh, to be able to tell you any kind of a heads up on that. Uh, but I bet you it's going to be pretty nice because we've already had our share of rain and uh, I would think it's going to do nothing but get better from, from here on out the rest of the summer. I have some guests coming up. Uh, I 
I kind of took off last last week. I had some things to do, some some honeydews on my list that I needed to get taken care of around the house, and so I kind of put that off. And and another thing is is that when you're uh, booking guests this time of year, it gets extremely difficult because everyone is in in you know they're 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 going full speed ahead. It's the on season on the lake. Uh, anytime after uh, Memorial Day and before Labor Day, if you have a lake-related business, you're busy. You're, you're, uh, it, so it's difficult to book the guests and much more difficult than it would be in the off-season. So somebody that I wanted to interview before Memorial Day weekend and it just didn't work out, uh, he was just super busy getting things ready, and that was Gary Morris. And Gary is going to be one of my guests coming up soon. Uh, he is the owner of Pier 28 Pizza and Grill, which is the new uh, floating restaurant at Port of Kimberling Marina and Resort. For those of you who are familiar with the old Big Buoys and then later uh, Coyotes, the Coyotes burned down and the people that owned that at the time uh, decided not to rebuild. I think they, they have a location somewhere else on the lake now. Uh, but they didn't rebuild there at Port of Kimberling. That was a very old dock. It had a lot of character, but uh, uh, for those of you that are familiar with the area will remember the leap year tornado and how it did damage to docks right next to it, but uh, evidently <laughs> uh, the old Coyotes dock was so incredibly heavy. Uh, as an old wooden dock, and it was so heavy that the tornado couldn't even touch it. So uh, <laughs> that was kind of uh, interesting. But anyway, the Morris family has uh, completely constructed a brand new floating restaurant. Uh, it's a pizza and grill. So uh, they're, they're already well known for their excellent uh, pizza at the pizzeria in, um, in Branson West. Uh, but they've they've built this brand new restaurant that has tons of inside seating and outside seating, and um, uh, just lots of places uh, for you to drive your boat and park uh, there at the dock, get out, eat, dine in, dine out, whatever you want to do. Uh, it I think it's safe in saying that this is the largest restaurant that floats on Table Rock Lake. And uh, I might be mistaken, but I don't think so. There's, there's plenty of, of places that are on the shore uh, that are accessible by water where you can park and, and either get a shuttle or walk up to a restaurant, something like that. But this is, I think, by far the largest I've ever seen on Table Rock Lake. And I think they're just doing great. Looking forward to having Gary and his family as guests on the show coming up. Uh, I also have uh, Ann Ferguson. Ann is uh, uh, kind of a uh, one of the one of the realtors in the area to me that always stands out. Uh, tons of integrity. Uh, I've known her for a number of years now. She is part of the Ozarks team. <clears throat> she heads that up. I, I think her mother passed the torch on to her, and now she's she's taking uh, full reins. That's part of the the Keller Williams. Uh, real estate group and she is going to be my guest and we are going to uh, focus on lakefront and lakeview property 
latest trends. I, I know if, if any of you out there have tried to buy a house recently or are selling a house, you know the market is, is way different than it has been over the last decade. Um, so it's going to be a really interesting conversation with Anne. I, I can't wait to have her on the show and talk about that and uh, looking forward to it very much. Uh, another guest I've got lined up is uh, Nick Cruz. Nick is in sales for Table Rock Boats. And Nick has has been around the lake for more than two decades now and uh, is very familiar with, with boating. And of course, it's his line of work to know boats inside and out. So the conversation we're going to have with Nick, I think, is going to be one of uh, educating people on, on the various types of boats that are available and what's the right fit for you uh, if you're an individual, if you're an older couple, if you're a family, young family, and you have lots of kids. Uh, do you like water sports? Do you like sightseeing? Uh, do you like just cruising around on the lake? Uh, do you like to go fast? Do you like to go slow? Things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to having Nick on the show as well. Uh, I think he's got a lot to offer as far as advice on, on the, the various types of boats and, and how they handle and things of that nature. So really looking forward to that as well. Now, somebody else I, I thought I was going to get booked in before the holidays, especially before Memorial Day weekend. I spoke with him on the phone. Uh, he had a death in the family and wasn't able to uh, do it at the time, but we're going to revisit that too. And that is Ferris Collier. Uh, I'd heard the name before, but was, uh, was, was given his contact information by Noel at Specialized Marine. Uh, Noel said the guy's got some amazing stories. And just within a few minutes of visiting with him over the phone, uh, I'm, I'm convinced that he's probably going to be a, a great guest to have on because he has got such a long history uh, with Table Rock Lake, and I think he has uh, more than a couple of stories that he can share with us. So he's going to be really uh, an awesome guest as well. So looking forward to all of these folks on the show coming up. So I'm going to make this short. This is uh, just about all I'm going to cover today. I wanted to have something go out so that you knew that we were still moving forward and everything was great. Uh, I want to want to say a special thanks to Lisa Rao with uh, Silver Dollar City, the Hershen family. Uh, she's their PR uh, point person there that uh, was gracious enough to come on and uh, do an interview with me about the showboat Branson Bell on Table Rock. Uh, Lisa was a great guest. Uh, she's she's always uh, an uplifting personality that's uh, really a pleasure to, to visit with. So thanks to you, Lisa, for doing that and for all my guests uh, to date. And I'm just looking forward to bigger and better things coming on down the pike. So we'll uh, talk to you soon. Have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to Visit Table Rock, the official podcast of Table Rock Lake. We hope you'll subscribe and be sure to check out our website at visittablerock.com.